Greetings from the great Commonwealth of Kentucky. This is The Barrel Report. I'm your host, Adam Johnson, director of the Kentucky Bourbon Trail, and the person lucky enough to get uh, behind the barrel, behind the scenes of a lot of your favorite distilleries. So I thought I'd try to bring you some of those stories uh, through this uh, periodic podcast. Uh, Today we are starting off in Bourbon County. seemed appropriate to have some bourbon from Bourbon County on the first podcast, so we're meeting with Andrew Buchanan. He's the head distiller and owner of Hartfield and Company. He's going to be updating us on a number of things, including uh, their expansion plans, uh, their movement down the street, uh, a little bit of their history, some of the products they got coming down uh, to a shelf near you, and just kind of catch up uh, in a really cool location, which is their new location. So you might hear some background noise, but hopefully you'll get some of the ambiance of the new space that uh, they're working on. And we'll be opening uh, pretty soon, actually. So look for some exciting announcements from the Hardfield and Company crew on their new opening and some new partnerships they got coming down uh, the road uh, that Andrew will update you guys on momentarily. So without further ado, we give you Andrew Buchanan of Hardfield and Company in Paris, Kentucky. We are with Andrew Buchanan. Uh, Hartfield and Company in a very unique location right now. <laughs> so where are we, Andrew? So this is actually our new location, soon-to-be location, maybe. Uh, this is a building that was built in 1905 as a farm and seed company. So this building, I mean, it was, it was, it's got its roots in seed, and that's what's one of the fantastic things about it. Um, it was a, it was a indoor car lot after that. So they put in this amazing freight elevator. It is cool. You took me on the tour, and I cannot believe how big this place is. 20,000 square feet. Man. It is It is a monster. It's it's enough room for us. I mean, the production area we've got set aside right now is bigger than our current building, like the entire building. The legislation that went through back in the summer. Senate Bill 11. Yeah. It, you know, I don't know how much it's really going to have to do for the big guys. You know, I mean, a, 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 an in, a new income stream for them. Being able to serve cocktails at their place isn't really going to mean much, but for us, it's a totally new revenue stream. We have the ability to get people in to um, teach them about our products, not just to drink it neat like what we've been doing with the sampling stuff, but to be able to teach them how to use our products in a cocktail environment that they can take, you know, I mean, stop in the, in the retail store on the way out and buy the stuff they need to, to go do what they just had here. Very cool. Um, cigar lounge, you know, it's a private, um, membership sort of thing. So, I mean, we, we're going to cap it at 50 people. Uh, it, I hope I'm one of those guys. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Can I apply early? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so our new partnership with Gurkha Cigars has kind of pushed this to the forefront. Um, they, not that they're pushing us to do it, but it's gotten us excited about, you know, pairing cigars with liquor, not just our liquor. I mean, with, with you know, Stranahan's or some, you know, some other, you know, craft distillery from around the country and bring them in, talk to our members about what it is that they do at their distillery, because we know it's going to be different than what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, bring them in, do whiskey, um, tastings, things like that. But then also it's access for them. You know, they can come and have meetings here. They can come and, you know, bring clients or whatever they want to. And it's their space, which is there's nothing like that in Paris. You'd have to go to Lexington to be able to get that kind of uh, um, environment. You told us a little bit about what's coming down the pike. So tell us how you got here. Tell us a little <laughs> bit more about your company, just in case people don't know. Sure. So we opened in 2014. 
uh, September the 9th, 2014 is when we got our final license to be able to start distilling. So you're coming up. That's coming up. That's Almost, man. Two years. Yeah, yeah I mean, we're, we're close. That's for sure. Um, so, you know, we've been distilling all types of products. We've At this point, we really focus on whiskeys and rums. Um, all types of whiskeys, not just bourbon. You know, being from Bourbon County, it means that we, you know, really actually do focus on bourbon. Sure, naturally. But um, we really like to also experiment with different uh, finishes on rum. You know, we've got a, a new product that's about to come out. Um, it's a European rum. You know, it's a, it's a rum that's, that's finished with European oak. It's uh, Slovakian oak, I think, specifically. But it adds this layer of spice that really mimics uh, spice from rye. Hmm. which is again kind of unheard of like so it gives us a chance to really play around with both worlds um but we've you know we've 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 had a couple different names which is something we don't talk a whole lot about um there's a piece of paper that i signed that said i shouldn't talk about it <laughs> um but we you know, heartfield and company is 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 yeah tell us about the name what, what's the inspiration sure so um my family actually and i didn't know this when i started the distillery i thought you know i mean i'm not like um, Steve Beam down at uh, Limestone that has like a just a massive family history. You know that's that's his thing. I, I couldn't rival that. I had no idea that I had any type of distilling heritage. Uh, so my aunt emails me out of the blue right before we need a new name. Um, she's super into genealogy and has figured out with this branch of our family. They they settled into Pennsylvania, Ohio from Germany, like a lot of people did from Germany at that point. Settled into Kentucky, this one sort of pioneering family. There's two brothers, A. Leopold Hartfield was one of them. And he started a distillery back in the late 1800s. Now, I had no idea. I mean, even my aunt had no idea what they did when they came to Kentucky. And then she found this picture. I mean, I've got this picture of the distillery from the 1800s. It's there. I mean, and it's... It, it, it gave us the idea, you know, back in, in August when we all of a sudden needed a new name, it gave us the idea of kind of combining that little bit of family history with the idea of bourbon from Bourbon County and moving forward. And it's been good ever since. I mean, we get, you know, that, that sort of Hartfield and company name, you know, right off the bat, people were saying, you know, we feel like we've been, we're, we're buying from a company that's been around for a really long time. So that's, that's great for a startup. People want to come visit you. Yeah. What's the what's the best way to visit you here in Paris? Uh, you mean where are we coming? From? Like where to come? Yeah, from? I mean it, your yeah. place now. If you're coming in, you want to visit, taste some of these products sure. you talked about. How, what's the best way to do that? Lexington obviously is the starting point, and it's a beautiful drive from Lexington. They've redone that road about 15, maybe 20 years ago. Split it off, and so it's just this amazing drive through horse country. You've got horse farms either side of the road for 95 percent of the drive. So it's absolutely beautiful. It's a straight shot into Paris, and we're one block off from that same road that you just turned onto in Lexington. So that's the new distillery is one block off. Our current distillery right now is just at, right on Main Street. Right. So leave Lexington, stop in front of our distillery. That's what I always tell people. Well, it, I mean, I just drove that, and that's pretty much what I did. And yeah. it's, it's not it's not a bad uh, logistical hurdle or anything, and it no. is a beautiful drive, as you said. So talk to me a little bit about cocktails. What are yeah. What is the best way, you think, to... Uh, use your product in cocktails or just cocktails in general? Like sure. What are some of your go-to recipes or, or things that kind of get you fired up to mess around in the kitchen a little bit? There's um, the idea of traditional cocktails always have intrigued me. 
you know the sort of the sort of go-to cocktails of the 40s and 50s 60s something like that uh, one of our employees is a former craft cocktail bartender so this is kind of his world and this is what we talk about a lot is is crafting our, our liquors to be able to be used in a bar environment mm-hmm so, you know, the way that we make our bourbon, we actually really prefer to have it served neat. The flavor profile that we stick in there, um, not just barrel fl- flavor, it's, it's also sort of a grain flavor um, that really can get lost and muddled into a cocktail. So we actually really prefer the bourbon to be served neat. But, well, actually, the one cocktail that we do love it in is a whiskey sour, just your sort of regular whiskey sour. We've got a smoky component with our bourbon that... You, you stick it into that environment and you get that sort of sweet, sour, and smoky thing. Um, and it's perfect. But we've got a new product coming out. It's an American whiskey. Um, higher rye, lower barley, second-use barrel. And it is fantastic in cocktails. Stands up well. The flavor profile is perfect for the mixing environment. It's like um, an old-fashioned or... Yeah. I mean, Jason made me the best mint julep I've ever had the other day with, I mean, you know, pulling it straight out of the new product line and here it is i mean so you know like being able to go into a bar or something like that and not just hand these sort of mixologist bottles but also be able to talk their language i mean you know we're going to have that chance to do it on our own turf which is awesome but to be able to speak their language when we go in it's great i mean old fashions whiskey sours i mean you know those sort of Traditional cocktails for me are just fantastic. But then the creativity that a really great uh, craft cocktail bartender puts into their drinks is just astounding. I have a, an old-fashioned or whiskey sour. I have one of these mint jewels. What else do I need to check out while I'm in Paris? You can't leave Paris without seeing a horse farm. You know, Bourbon County in general, um, we've had... Tons of really successful horse farms. Claiborne Farm is probably the biggest one, um, which they just finished their visitor center. Uh, we saw it on Facebook the other day. They've actually just finished it, which will only enhance their tour. I mean, we, we get so many people that come to Bourbon County and do... Now they can really do the Bourbon County thing in terms of going to see a horse farm, but also coming to a distillery. So through the horse country tours? Yeah. That they, yeah. Okay. People are in town... They've had a they've had a cocktail here. Mm-hmm. They visited the horse farm. Um, sure. They've had a good experience here in Bourbon County, and now you're on the Kentucky Bourbon Trail Craft Tour. You know, so I understand from the visitor perspective what mm-hmm. they're what they're doing. We hear from those people all the time about the, their visits and what distilleries they've hit. But I'm always kind of curious what what does it mean to the distillery to the distiller? I mean yourself mm-hmm. well, when these visitors come in. What does that mean to you when these guys visit you? So. That's a great question, actually. You know, we we do so many things differently as a distillery. You know, small barrel aging, you know, really focus on um, a combination of grain flavor and barrel flavor, like I was talking a few minutes ago. We do so many things differently that, that people coming through the door, it really gives us a chance to talk face-to-face with them, to talk, you know, spend 15 or 20 minutes with them and explain... The process compared to, you know, like a Woodford or Heaven Hill, something like that. I mean, not, and we're always really careful. And, and some of our favorite bourbons in the world are distilled the way that they do. We don't think our way is better. We don't think their way is bad. 
We just think our way is different. And so the chance to be able to explain that one-on-one, you can't put all this information on a bottle, on a label. You can't do that. So people, somebody coming through the door gives us that chance to be able to talk about our product and sort of let them know that we know what we're talking about and then explain the difference and let them make up their mind at that point. You know, it's it's always a, a really exciting sort of... Um, point when they taste our white whiskey and it's not sharp and it's not harsh and it's got flavor to it and then it just kind of builds from there they 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 get everything that we just talked about but then they can taste it so you know that that interaction is priceless you know being able to create brand advocates when they walk through the door it's what makes a small distillery like this work. And the fact that I think, uh, the or the part that blows my mind is they're probably going to see Andrew when they absolutely you know, walk through that door, and and I know how much you guys have going on. You know, all yeah. of our uh, small distilleries, you guys wear so many hats. You're probably you know, on your job title. It's head distiller, head janitor, <laughs> head uh, human resources, absolutely. head marketer. So yeah. the fact that you guys have so much going on, it's just. Uh, I, I think our visitors kind of pick up on that, and I think that's what it's part of what makes uh, the craft tour very special is yeah. that you are going to run into these guys, and and it, like you said, it's not better or worse than say the Kentucky Bourbon Trail, which is a little bit bigger. Absolutely. I mean, you're still when you go to Wild Turkey, you're going to see Jimmy Russell by the door, yeah, absolutely, you know, hanging out on the floor, exactly. So, <laughs> uh, and I think that's where you know, from my end, you know, from the um, visitor. Uh, the hospitality guy that yeah. we've really succeeded on is having you guys part of that process, part of the tours where people can kind of pick your brain and learn your story. And well, so why do you do it this way? Or, yeah. what, you know, what do you got we, coming down the pipe? We the always pipe? get the question like, now you're not actually the one that makes this, right? And we're you like, actually well, exist. Yeah. We are, I mean, that, that's us. I mean, here's my business card. You know, it says founder, head distiller. And that's not just the title. I mean, I was, you know, if you were here last year, I was the only guy here. Right. And yeah, now you got you've you got know, two more employees. Yeah, now. now big time. Now there's three of us. Yeah, that's awesome. But we all make it. You know, we all sweep the floors. And you know, Jason was joking the other day. He was talking about some HR complaint that he was going to file. He's like, "Who do I need to talk to?" And I said, <laughs> "Me." I'll see how far that goes. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So well, yeah, I yeah. like that too. The um, oh, you exist. Uh, one of my favorite stories I've heard is. Uh, when Parker beamed down at Heaven Hill, he, yeah. he was in a bar and he showed up somebody his business card and like, "Are oh, you, your name's on the bottle and you actually exist." He's like, yeah, this is this is this, this is, is happening. This, yeah. is, this is real life. Yeah. So that's pretty good. Um, well, any anything else on your your future plans? You talked about your new location. Anything you know, product wise that you can sure. You know, any kind of secrets you can divulge. <laughs> you know, we're working mm-hmm. on some. Uh, Barrel aged cocktails, which are pretty exciting, and we'll certainly use them here at our bar. But we've gotten, uh, we've started kind of letting the bars in Lexington really be the kind of first test market for them. Mm-hmm. So those are exciting. We've got a barrel aged Sazerac that is finished. We're just waiting on label approval for, um, and we're just starting on an idea of a barrel aged mint julep. Um, do some other maybe uh, Boulevardier, you know, something you don't see. Uh, try. I mean, actually, we're 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 sort of testing out some tiki cocktails too. Good barrel aged tiki cocktails. So, you know, like that that sort of thing is 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 on the horizon. I mean, obviously, we're putting away lots of bourbon. Um, 
lots of this American whiskey idea rums the same way. We're just sticking it back and letting it sit for a while. Um, expansion plans too. I mean, we're moving into Tennessee pretty quickly. Well, you talk um, a little bit about that because uh, in our office we get a lot of those questions like, "Oh, sure. I got the taste." Andrew's stuff. Where can I buy it? So yeah. number one is that are your states listed on your website where I can? We're working on. Okay, that. Yeah. so we'll just quickly rattle off where you guys are. What states? So you're right in. now we're only distributing in Kentucky and Georgia. Uh, we've got an application in with the state of Tennessee that's almost approved. Um, all of our products are licensed and about to start distributing down in Florida. Um, same thing with South Carolina. It's kind of on the way. Uh, we're so focus on the south mostly. Focus on the south, but then randomly um, Ontario as well. Uh, we've been working with the LCBO up there for a couple months, and the process is tedious at best, um, but it's working through their system. Um, so we'll start distributing up in Ontario at some point soon. Um, we've, we've been asked to be part of the Toronto Bourbon Festival that happens, so... They put on a good show, I've heard, up there. Yeah, I've heard that, too. And, they, I mean, they, they reached out to us. They heard the idea of bourbon from Bourbon County and reached out to us. So, you know... So you're going global, is what you're saying. Well, <laughs> your first export market. Yeah, absolutely, man. It's pretty exciting. Slightly yeah. international. <laughs> slightly north. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. You know, if yeah. you're not in one of those lucky states or soon to be, you know, come visit us here in Kentucky. And so where, where can they find out more information about you all online? Website is the perfect heartfield spell out and spell out company. Okay. That's, that's the easiest. You know, we, we keep our Facebook page, Twitter, and Instagram going. Hard, You're a good you photographer. Know. So sure. So yeah. make sure you guys check <laughs> out his, that, his photos. He, they do a really good we, job. We try. That. I mean, it's, it's important to us to be able to, to show the backside of a craft distiller. I mean, you know, you get, you get a lot of the product photos and, you know, magazine worthy type images, but that's not what I want to put out. That's not this life. You know I mean? We have those absolutely, but showing off what it is to run a craft distillery, you know I mean? We've got my wife actually, she's just started Hartfield and family, the Instagram account um, to just kind of show what it's like for a family. To own I don't know. Craft that's distillery. cool. Yeah. She just, she just started like a couple weeks ago, something like that. And so it's just like, you know, what is it like for our three boys to hang out at a distillery, you know, to, to be back behind all the tents at the events or, you know, stuck into a car on the way to Atlanta for the trade show or, you know, just kind of show that angle of the hustle. Yeah. Yeah. The lifestyle. I mean, it's, it hustles a really great word for it, but man, I mean, we want, we want our kids to be able to grow up in this life and to be, you know, to inherit this some point, you know, down the road would be amazing and what is a family business i feel like yeah everybody i work with you know they know that some family member or some relative has been on the job for so long Absolutely. i mean I, there's too many to even list yeah but it seems like that's definitely the case yeah that's that's what it's about here you know my wife works really hard i mean you know with with three boys in tow she's here as much as she can just helping you know, put on labels or, I mean, you know, we, we had our first big order go to Georgia a couple months ago and we were just really getting after it, trying to get it out. You know, the next day she called her, my mother-in-law, her mother, can you come and hang out with the boys while they're sleeping? And she showed up at the distillery at like 11 o'clock just to put on labels. And that, you know, like that Takes kind of, it does, man. I mean, she's not on payroll. <laughs> You know, she might be now. Well, she it, might request it. You know, yeah, yeah. Now that I've said it, she's yeah. gonna start expecting it. But 
um, you know, she's 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 in it. You know, she 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 lives this life as much as it is. I mean, it certainly keeps me busy, but having her right alongside is fantastic. Well, this has been great, and I know there might be a little echo because here we are in this brand new <laughs> old space. space. And yeah. how do you, would you describe this? So, probably the next time we're here. It might sound very different in here when you got all your some machinery going in the background, yeah, some equipment, some people, some ice in a glass. That's maybe right, man. we might hear a little bit of that. So stay tuned for that. But Andrew, thank you very much Absolutely, for the time man. today, and I appreciate the tour of sure. all three floors <laughs> of this great new space. Yeah. And uh, keep up the good work. Thanks, man. And that's our show. Thanks for listening, everyone. Really appreciate Andrew taking the time to sit down with us. Our music is brought to you by Buck the Taxidermist and Campbell Johnson. So on that note, we'll see you on the next episode. Learn more at kybermatrail.com.